Hi friends, this is Tano. I don't know what episode this one is, but I haven't been recording in a very long time, like four months, man. In the past four months, which was, so today it's the sixth of the ninth month of September 2019, just in case you are hearing this in 22, 30, 40, 50 years in the future, because you know what? The internet doesn't forget. So, uh, I did a trip from Johannesburg, where I currently live and work, air quotes, to, and I flew to Cape Town. And from Cape Town, I did a trip on the coast of South Africa to Port Elizabeth. And I want to take dedicate this episode in a very short segment of that trip I'm gonna do another episode and following that probably another one explaining my journey day to day so I don't know how many days this one is gonna spend but to be honest with you the trip was way worth it I met amazing people as you might imagine and I had a lot of fun. So the reason why I took the trip is I didn't want to be traveling the world without having traveled in my own country and having known what it is to be a South African and not having somewhere to spend from which to start traveling. And also because you just have to do it. So, on the... God, (laughs) it's been such a long time. It's been such a very long time. So, let me see. So, I took took the trip on the 2019-04-20. On the 20th. I believe, 2019th of the fourth month, and that's April, and I came back to Johannesburg on the end of May, and part of it, I dedicated part of the month of May to working remotely, where I was in a hostel in Port Elizabeth, which is the eastern part of South Africa. So I went from the center of South Africa southeast to Cape Town and then drove kind of from the south sorry southwest <laughs> southwest of South Africa which is Cape Town driving east towards southeast which is East London towards Deben so what I did I don't want to ruin the story I'm gonna explain to you what I have to without explaining what happened after then. So day one, I left. So I had 20 days of doing this. So day one. Day one, day one, day one. Day one, I woke up in the morning and I took a flight in Lanseria Airport, which is not, which is the second biggest airport in Johannesburg, and not OR Tambo, which is the biggest. 
So oh, Lanceria is closest to where I'm staying right now. So I flew from there to Cape Town International Airport. So I'm crazy. So you know what I did? I'm a budget traveler. So what I did is I took a taxi from here to the airport and I went there and I took the flight. And then I flew to... <laughs> Let me open a Google Maps. <laughs> so, when I, so when I flew to Cape Town International Airport, I got there. I'm a South African. What do you expect? I... I... I don't have anything to lose. So what usually happens when a person flies from wherever they're from to Cape Town Airport, what they're going to do is that they're going to take an Uber from the airport, which is Matrus Fontaine. Let me zoom out a little bit. They are going to take a, uh, an Uber from Cape Town International Airport, Matrus Fontaine, to, to Cape Town City Center, which is what 90% of travelers do because you are going to Cape Town. So from, from uh, Cape Town International Airport to Cape Town City, it's like 18 kilometers. So if you multiply, Uber in South Africa is 20 rands per kilometer so if you multiply 20 by 18 it's gonna give you like 360 rands 360 rands is the amount of money that i can pay on a bus from johannesburg to cape town i was not gonna pay that to take an uber from the airport to the city the cbd not because i'm very smart just because common sense when you're in South Africa, you know how much 360 rands is. So what I did is I I landed at the airport and walked around. And then I was trying to find a way outside of the airport. And the, what surprised me was that there are no taxis inside the, the airport. So I found a guy who I think he was a security guard and a security guard. And I asked him for a way out of the airport and he directed me. There's like a petrol station very close to the airport. I don't know what brand that is. I think it's like a shell garage. We call it BP garage, yes. It's behind the 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 car rental parking. Yeah, car rental parking. There's like a lodge called Road Lodge. So there's it, it looks sketchy. It's uh, the way the way <laughs> the way I exited the airport. It's like nobody walks there, but <laughs> there's like a very small path, a very narrow path. So I walked out out, out of there, went to the app, to the BP garage, and went there and I asked the guys who were working there, where can I find to a, a taxi to Cape Town CBD? And the guy kindly directed me to the this this road next to the bridge where i just have to stop there to stand there and wait for the taxis that have a sign written cape town on them no they were not going to cape town they were going to belleville which is another suburb of cape town so i took a taxi from the bp garage 
to Belleville, which was like 10 rands. And then I took another taxi from Belleville to the CBD. And I paid, I think, 20 bucks. So in the end, I paid 30 rands instead of 300 and what? 360. I, I didn't feel smart. I just felt like I did something that was common sense. I would, <laughs> no way I was going to, unless I was with someone or people, I was going to maybe. So I, so I did that. And I arrived in the CBD. And the first thing I did when I got off, where did I get off? I got off at, uh, where was it? Uh, I'm trying to be as detailed as possible. So I, I got off at, uh, very close to the, what do you call this? very close to the castle of good hope so i walked into the castle of good hope and i did a tour inside there i bought a ticket and went inside and i was listening to a guide explaining the history of cape town in an in an hour or so and after then it was interesting. I took so many pictures and I shot, a, I shot a video of him explaining the history of South Africa and all the wars and the clash of the Table Bay, the clash between, I think, the British and the native South African tribes and how they used to keep uh, prisoners and people who break the law and stuff like that probably even slaves and I after that I went to the hospital I had um, I had booked a hospital like three days in advance and I went to this hostel when I arrived at the at the, at the hostel they told me that my card declined and they sent me an email explaining that which i didn't see because it went to my spam email i felt a little bit frustrated but a bigger part of me was like what the hell why are you so frustrated <laughs> it's like are you not used to not booking things in advance and now just because you booked you're just gonna be stressing and complaining shut the <laughs> maybe i should just say shut the fuck up that's what I said to myself. So, okay, I went to this hostel. It's called the Backpack in Cape Town. It's very close to the, uh, it, when you're there, you get the view of the Table Mountain, just like everywhere in Cape Town, and the Lion's Head Mountain. So I went there and they, they, they said the car declined and they were out of rooms. There were no rooms or dorm beds. So I think it was, it was a Friday, probably. So I searched on hostelworld.com and I found a hostel, air quotes hostel. It's not a hostel, it's a lodge, but they've got dorm beds. It's called a, it's called Ashanti Lodge. 
So I booked a room and then I got a bed, reserved the bed, found a locker, stashed my stuff and took a walk. So I went from Ashanti Lodge to VNA Waterfront, which is the side, the, 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 at, the, at the coast of the, it's not a beach, it's, it's, a, it's a port. So I went there and it was just getting, it's, it was getting late. So I, but I took a walk, a very long walk. So I was, and I got there and I took a walk along the, the shore. And then I went to VNA Waterfront Mall. And I had a meal, a very nice meal in a very nice uh, restaurant. It's called uh, The Greek Fisherman. I had pasta and I first I drank tea, a lot of tea. I love tea, Roy Boss tea. Roy means red, Boss means bush. It's called red bush tea, which is native to South Africa. So I had seafood and pasta. And after that, I think I took, oh, I, I sat outside and there were musicians performing outside and I was watching them, beautiful. And after that, I took a walk back to the hostel. It was a very long walk, but I enjoyed it because I had a great view of Cape Town, taking pictures at night and visiting uh, art houses and stores that were not closed. And it, the weather was perfect. And you know, Cape Town is safe. You can walk at night. And day two, I woke up at Ashanti Lodge and I said, I want to hike. I didn't decide anything in advance. I didn't have any any plan in advance, just that the plan was, um, I wanna go from Cape Town to Durban. That was what I had planned. So I woke up in the morning, 2019-0421. Yeah, so I woke up and took a hike on the lion's head uh, mountain, or can you call it a hill? And I took, a, yeah, I, I drank some coffee at the bottom of the, the mountain and had a sandwich for breakfast. There, there's like a truck at the bottom of the hill. It's, it's, it has a Vida. I don't know if it's an international brand. It's called Vida A Cafe. Vida, a cafe, is a red truck, so you can buy drinks and snacks to hike there. And then I took a hike. Lion's head, it's like, trying to read something here. It's not a very long hike. It goes from, uh, it goes from 300 meters above sea, sea level to probably 700 meters above sea level. When you're there at the bottom, you're at 300 meters above sea level already. So you go from 300 to 700. So I took some pictures, beautiful views, and I enjoyed it. It 
wasn't very challenging as challenging as the table mountain i had done table mountain a year before or is it two years before i don't know and uh, i went down i think i met some girl there when when i was hiking and we went down together and then we took and we shared a ride i think it was a taxify or what do they call it these days bolt or uber and then we i we went back and i think later not i think later we we started chatting and then we i was going to 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 have a or to i was going to to c point not c point i was going to uh bentry bay side so i invited her to join me and i don't know if it was a coincidence i said i was going to c point clifton side bentry bay to have dinner and have like a, a sunset view and she said no we can meet there and then we had pizza a lot of pizza way too much pizza <laughs> so we had pizza and after that we went back we didn't go back to our hostels we went to vna waterfront where i had been and the night before and we were watching artists and it's like where you will find the most tourists there were people performing beautiful views the weather was perfect in the mall window shopping and then we parted ways and i went to ashanti lodge and then day the following day woke up uh, a friend of mine from home who lives in cape town texted me and he said he is in cape town airport in he's gonna he saw that i was there and he was gonna come to the hostel to join me so he came and we had the breakfast at the hostel free breakfast from the hostel aka the lodge ashanti big up to them they've got like a nice hostel it's like double story they've got dorm rooms and they've got also got a single and double rooms they also have a swimming pool it was the most beautiful hostel i've stayed in in cape town and it was not packed like the ones that are in i mean it makes more sense because it's not in this right in the cbd it's at gardens which is a suburb of cape town cbd so if you are in the cbd the hostel that you're gonna get it's gonna be a multiple story building with rooms it's they're not well ventilated there are no swimming pools in the cbd i've stayed in way too many hostels in the cbd like four or five and they are not well ventilated because it's in the cbd what do you expect you want convenience you want to come back from the, or you want to walk to the club you want to go drink and come back walking without taking an uber that's what you get so i yeah he came he joined me we had breakfast so let me look at the pictures i'm looking at the pictures to recollect because i actually don't remember every detail we so we had the pizza that i i brought from last night and bread and um, and yogurt <laughs> and juice we had a feast 
so yeah we had a lot of stuff so we and then we took a walk i was walking him to his place when i uh, we we passed by the company's garden which is one of the most popular places in cape town so it's this garden where you will find uh this rodents and you can feed them so we saw what is this squirrels and some birds i don't know what they are like nice birds and we took some pictures i was doing backflips and he was taking pictures of me with his camera what camera is that it's very nice he's a photographer he take pictures of uh he take pictures and videos for i think almost all of the clubs in in cape town so he's a photographer a night photographer so when they've got events they he goes to the the places and then he take pictures of events and design posters and do videos and films or oh, it's like a sony really like that camera it's not a it's not dslr it's oh it's sony alpha i don't know what what model it is or if it's the only one so uh the following day is it the following day no the same day i went back to the hostel and i swam a lot like the whole day and then i think that was it so the following day i woke up in cape town so this is the third day in the same hostel in cape town so the third day i woke up and i I think I just lazied around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lazied around. Oh, and I went to the CBD. There's this place where you can find people exhibiting their arts and stuff. So I went there roaming around walking for I think for about an hour or so and then I came back and I went to the Lion's Head to hike once again. So I took a hike. I had taken a, my bag with me and some snacks and stuff and I I took some time-lapse videos of me standing there watching. It's ah oh, it's the most beautiful video I shot while I was in Cape Town. It's a time-lapse video of me standing at the edge of the lion's head looking towards the sun which is setting and the sea which is a bit blackish from blue it's not and the sky is blue and it's got no it's orange and it's got patches of blue and the sun is setting and it has this magical effect i didn't want to leave so i stood there i was wearing this cardigan and the, it was windy so i set the tripod and i tried to to support it with rocks so it was shooting a time lapse and i was standing there and i took off my my cardigan and i held it up and it was being blown by the by the wind and it had this a visual thing of me holding something like a flag you know it was being blown and it it was just beautiful you just got to see it if i think if you've got if you want to see it just message me or something and then i'm can give you the or i can put the link in the description to the youtube my youtube channel and then i can upload that video so i 
swim oh and then after hiking after hiking i went to to cape town cbd oh, i went to the hospital and i took a bath and then i took a walk once again to the cbd alone and i went to this place that has like very beautiful colorful houses and what do they call them uh, What do they call those houses? Oh, Bokap. B-O-K-A-A-P. Bokap. It's like an old village of people who used to live there. Colored people. And very beautiful designs. And very colorful. So I w- took a walk there. And then I started walking. And then I went to this smoothie store. And I took a, sno- a, 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 a smoothie. It's called Way In, W H E Y In. It's forty seven Bloom Street, B L O E M Street, Bloom. So I went. I took a smoothie, and the the girl who was there, I think she's the owner. She's got this beautiful dog. Very beautiful dog. Yeah, something between a bulldog and a Boston, a Boston Terrier adorable it's like brown and white i was like i fell in love with that dog so i sat there for for a moment just adoring this dog and i took pictures of it of him it's a he so after that i went back to the hostel did i yes i went back to the hostel and i slept woke up one uh, the following morning and then i took breakfast and then i met this guy he said he's a student he's south african he's studying at vets but it starts with a w so he said he's doing archaeology and he's waiting for some guys to come pick him up to the site where they are going to explore and do some stuff and dig and after that i was alone or i was mo- i moved out of the hostel and then i went to the cbd to find another hostel because i didn't want to stay in the same hostel my whole time in cape town so i went to this hostel i think it's called 91 on loop 91 on loop and then i stored my bags and i went out to discover so I went to I didn't have any plan so I I said I I got to go I got to get out of here so I went to to the station train station I I had been to a year before I had been to what's this place Muizenberg and Simon's town so I went to the train station and I bought a ticket. I think it was like 10 rands, cheap. And I took a trip. <laughs> so I took a train trip to 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 Muizenberg. It was very long, not very long, less than an hour, of course. So I went there and I went to this restaurant. It's called, what's the name of this restaurant? I just wanted 
I was craving seafood, so I had to have it. It's called live bait. So the bait is live. So I had rooibos tea first, as I always do. Every time before having a meal, I have rooibos tea. So, yeah, so I had some fish fingers as a starter, and I had rice and curry with seafood and something that was like none. Yeah, it was like a sweet bread of some sort, like a roti and some salad. It was delicious. Delicioso. <laughs> so from there I went to, you know, uh, Muizenberg, that's where you get those beautiful, colorful, they say Victorian colored shacks. They are, they are not houses. I think they are meant for people who want to 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 dive sorry not to die uh to uh to surf that's where they change their clothes and stuff they are beautiful some of them are yellow and green some of them are red blue they are so just beautiful that's they are the most beautiful thing in Muizenberg, and that's Part of the not part the main reason why people go to Muizenberg is they want to see these beautiful shacks, colorful, and they keep repainting them in red, blue, green, yellow, vivid colors. They are so amazingly beautiful. And if you go to to, to Google Maps and you zoom in at, at Muizenberg, Muizenberg Beach, you can actually see them on Google Maps and aerial view. They're like dotted lines of squares along the beach and they wrote bright colored beach houses they're not actually houses they're just wooden shacks beautiful so from there i went to the train station it was late at around five six and i took a train back to the cbd i had taken a lot of beautiful photos and i went to back to the cbd and I slept in 91 on loop hospital. So what's amazing about that hospital is uh, this thing that they have, like their rooms, their dorm rooms have country names, like you've got Venezuela, Brazil, New York City, city names and country names. Beautiful, way too beautiful. But what I just don't like about hospitals and CBDs is ventilation and the lack of great views and nature and fresh air, you know. But that's what you get when you need to switch hospitals and you want to be close to things. Yeah, so I woke up in the morning, no plan yet. So I woke up, I went to this uh restaurant to have breakfast it was oh it's called travel desk it's this a uh, beautiful i think it's there on on these famous websites that tell you where to go and what to eat so i discovered so they've got like it's a coffee shop that combined the concept of bikes and and coffee it's called a uh, travel desk 
I don't know if that's the name of the restaurant, but they, they have something here they say. Tours Cafe and Cycle Boutique. So it's a cafe with a, a cycle boutique. And uh, from there, I roamed around the city and I went to V&A Waterfront again just to see the beautiful boats by by the by the port and I visited a museum an art museum and also art shops where they've got like sculptures and they've got heads of people not a real head just heads of concept concepts uh, mud and uh, bronze statues beautiful and then after that i didn't have any plan <laughs> and i love that about that i went to to the two oceans aquarium beautiful it was beautiful and worth it i don't remember how much i paid i think it was like 100 and something rands. so i went to see the fish jellyfish uh, penguins and they've got beautiful jellyfish like they're they're like in in glasses as you might expect and they've got the light effect that is there it enables you to see how the jellyfish move in this harmonious harmonious patterns and very predictable and very meditative and just a little bit uh, hypnotizing pattern it was so amazing and it's a bit blue in the inside and I also saw some stingrays sharks and I saw a beautiful coat at one of the doors inside inside the you know those doors that say stuff only so they had written, they had uh, pasted a, a sticker with a quote, it's a large sticker, it, with a quote, Planet Earth's most dangerous predator, Homo sapien. I think that's very true. Not I think, I know that that is very true. And when I was inside, my mind was having a conflict that these animals that are here in the aquarium they are being kept captive. How do I feel about that? How do I feel about people feeding penguins inside it, the inside the aquarium? How do I how do, how does that make me feel as a human being? Looking at that code, I the reason why I thought it was true is that 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 we take things out of their wild and we we bring them in in a building that we design and we're trying to make money off of it and we can come up with theories and and reasons and explanations that this is friendly to animals and this is good that we are preserving but we are making money out of it so the chances are that it could be financially motivated but it was beautiful but in the end I was conflicted mentally so from there i took a walk 
outside the, the, the museum. I went to towards here in a waterfront, saw people painting. So you just go there to some guys and they, they paint a picture of you. They've got paint of paint pictures of paint paintings that they did of celebrities like Samuel Edges, Jackson, uh, Rihanna uh, <laughs> who's this guy? Justin Bieber uh, Tupac Shakur and we've got these people with uh, imitating famous movie people and doing actions and stuff and you've got people singing in groups and I also was looking at the malls that are there because what I do has something to do what I do for a living has something to do with malls so whenever I see a mall it's it's beautiful it's a discovery of something not a discovery but oh mm, what can I call it a oh this is that mall and oh looking at the stores that are there and how it's built and the design and which stores are not there which stores are the anchor ones so i took pictures of myself sitting at this thing it's like this thing they planted it on it's a square thing what can i call it it's a met, giant metal square thing that has that's it's yellow it's written table mountain cape town south africa so you go there and you sit and it's got on the inside of that square metal thing it's got a beautiful it it fits the table mountain perfectly so when you're in front of this thing you are just seeing the table mountain and the rest of the city so when you sit there it's like it frames you with the with the table mountain and what had i what had i had i haven't said anything about eating <laughs> did i not eat today what did i eat i think i had i had a sandwich from one of the vida a cafe stores and i was taking beautiful pictures of uh, it's vna waterfront is very it's very artsy they've got like these beautiful concepts of there's like a, a what what is this gun uh, for the record south africans <laughs> are not as crazy about guns as americans like in south africa you are not legally allowed to carry a gun so we are not crazy about guns and weapons and knives and 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 survival and self-defense and stuff so we don't know much about guns so there's this gun okay what what do you call this let me google it It's, it's a small revolver. <laughs> I feel like a hero just for saying that it's a revolver. It revolves. Like, you know those guns that you... Like cowboy kind of. So it's got... It's a gun. It's a big statue of a gun. Planted. And that gun, on the nozzle, it's tied like... Would you call it the head of the gun? And they, they took it like a, they, they tied it against itself, like 
if you are trying to shoot, the bullet won't go through because the can I call it a pipe? <laughs> it's tied. <laughs> so it's like a rope in front. So I think it indicates that you it indicates withholding, not withholding, but a fight against gun related violence and gun related killings. Like you can try to shoot but the gun the point of the gun where you pointed the person is tied so the bullet won't go through so rather not bother so and what followed <laughs> was something i'm gonna title the worst beggar that i've ever had in my life ever so i went to this restaurant uh, i'm not gonna disclose them they gotta stay in business. I'm not <laughs> gonna be the only one who suffers from this beggar that they make. Fuck. That was worse. Worse. Like, the beggar was way too oily. So they deep fried the bun. Nothing wrong with that. And they deep fried the meat, the chicken. Okay? And this coleslaw and melted cheese there. The bun was like a fat cake. I don't know if you know that. Like a donut, but way too oily. Like three times as oily. So it was just dripping with oils when I had it. And you know, after eating something too oily and you feel like you, you've got something stuck on your throat. That's how I felt. So I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that I had to feel that. When was I going to have my worst beggar in my life? So I want to know that at one point I had the worst beggar so after that i had to actually really eat so i went to this restaurant very close to my hostel and it's called it's a japanese restaurant let me find the name very quickly so what i had i had a uh, noodles dipped in a broth and it's got sweet corn and boiled eggs all inside and seaweed and and yeah it's seaweed and sesame seeds and the name of the restaurant is called Jing Jing it's T-J-I-N-G T-J-I-N-G <laughs> Jing Jing like Jing Jing fuck the meal was beautiful it's it was like the best and then I went to 91 on loop and slept. It's not like I didn't meet people. I did meet a lot of people. I met a guy from New York City. And I I think he's the one that I took the hike with. The, the second... Uh, I'm complicating this. I, I don't know. It's like undocumented anyway. But we went on a hike, and on, a, on an evening hike together before this ching ching me coming to ching ching to have a meal so yeah and i met a lot of other people i met a guy his name was pablo surprisingly and he's from uganda and i met another girl from tanzania and other african people i yeah, I did meet a lot of people. 
most of them were Germans and Americans, unsurprisingly. In the morning, the following day, I woke up and I took a walk as usual. The first day, the first thing I do in the morning, woke up, took a, took a shower and took a walk around the city. And I was starting to get tired of just roaming and seeing the same streets and stuff. And I, uh, what did I do? I, I went to this uh Japanese restaurant. So I got there. <laughs> and it's like a house. It's like someone's home. It's called Fujiyama Japanese restaurant. So I got there. And this girl, I ring a bell and this girl comes out. And there's a notice at the door that says, at the gate that says, sorry, no jobs. And I get there and that. I'm standing there ringing the bell and she comes out and I'm waiting for her to open and she's standing there waiting for me to say something and we spend like three to five seconds in an awkward silence, awkward non-action moment <laughs> and I'm like, hey, please let me in or she's like, oh, I thought maybe you wanted some work because she's, uh, frankly not frankly, but I don't blame her for how she reacted because if she's not used to black people eating Japanese food, then there's no way she should react in a natural, not in, in a in a way that I everyone would expect her to. So, so I would excuse her for that. So she opened and I went inside and they brought me a, a red towel, you know, Japanese customs. A, 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 sorry. <laughs> Did I say red? <laughs> A, a white, warm, sanitized towel, and I wiped my hands, and I proceeded to order something to drink, which you know already, which is tea, rainbow tea. So I had rainbow tea, and I had uh, some rice with a soup and deep-fried chicken and a salad, which was cabbage, some spinach, red and red and white cabbage and lemon and a, a quarter piece of a tomato and some sour cabbage what do you call that sour cabbage again oh it's called a uh, tsukemono and and they had brought a sauce for the salad dressing the salad dressing for the salad so i started eating it was muy delicioso <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after the, the Japanese restaurant story, I took a walk to oh, I found I took a taxi to Sea Point and when I was there, I took a walk so it was around 14.04 and I was thinking I, maybe I should, I, I should rent a bicycle and take uh, and ride it from the Greenpoint side to back to the city but oh, let me measure the distance for you so I was thinking I should go around the coast from Camps Bay, from Sea Point Camps Bay, Beethoven Holt Bay, Constantia Newlands, 
Ronde Bosch. That was gonna be crazy. No, it wasn't gonna be possible. 31 kilometers. It was gonna be possible, yes, yes. Yeah, it, it's just that it's too hilly. So I wasn't gonna make it with a mechanical bike. So I wanted to rent a, a bit battery operated, as they may call them, electrical bicycles. And the guy told me that I, when I asked if it was possible, he said it was a little bit too late, so I should come tomorrow and just take it for the whole day, which I didn't. I had forgotten. Some things came up, as I am not the man with a plan. I'm the man without a van. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I took some beautiful photos, and I saw something there. What was it? It's, it was like a, a statue of a rhino, but it's not a single statue. So they plant these individual pieces of steel. So if you if you were to take a piece of zinc, a piece of metal, flat metal, and then you shape it into a rhino, and then you cut it up into vertical pieces, and then you plant it on the ground, but you don't plant it at the same place, so you, you may distance them like you plant the piece on the on the on the tail of the rhino you may plant it on you may plant it where you are standing and then you walk f 5 to 10 feet forward or 13 or 20 feet forward and then you plant another one so it was this puzzle of of the same piece but every single piece was planted on a different place in to make an effect i don't know do I suck at explaining? Who cares? <laughs> so, uh, in a way that there's there's only way there's only one point from which you can see the full picture of the rhino. So you have to you've got this elevated thing that you stand on, and there's this thing that looks like a binocular, but it's not a binocular. Binocular, it's it's just a ring of metal where you have to put your eyes in there there's no glass nothing so unless you stand there at that height looking through that metal ring you're not gonna see the full picture of the rhino so they planted the metal things differently in a way that it's a matter of perspective so when you're walking by the rhino you just see you're just gonna see these metal things that don't even make sense it's just a flat piece of metal planted I think that was amazing. So after that, I uh, oh I was walking towards Sea Point, and then I went to this place where they you you can rent a bicycle. They've got these bicycles, orange bicycles. So I took the bicycle and I cycled to Sea Point where I had coffee, and then I took a taxi back to my hostel. 91 on loop and i bought biscuits oh they the, oh those biscuits i had bought them a day before when i was about to take a hike with the guy from new york so 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 i took a picture of this uh, pack of biscuits it was like half done almost quarter to being finished and there was money or coins lodged into the pack of biscuits with the biscuits so that's what you get when you don't have things or you know things to to 
you don't have multiple bags i travel with only one backpack so i put everything in that bag biscuits from biscuits to clothes to coins supposed to be just so i found it funny that there was money inside a pack of biscuits with biscuits that i proceeded to eat <laughs> i'm okay yes thank you for asking <laughs> and after that i was getting obsessed with japanese <laughs> spaghetti and pasta so i went outside i don't know where i had this meal maybe i should so I, I went, which restaurant is this? I went to a Japanese restaurant and I had pasta and with an egg and, oh yes, it was on Long Street, the most popular street in Cape Town. So that, I'm sorry, sorry about that. Uh, that was 2106. The beauty of being in the CBD at night is that you can just take a walk and go have a meal at nine o'clock in, in, in during the night. For your information, the general closing time of South African stores for safety reasons is four to six o'clock. Shops will be closing, but not in excuse me, not in a place like Cape Town. In Cape Town there's like twenty-four hour shops, but in certain streets like the popular long street. So shops don't close there until very late like one two three or not at all so i had a, uh, the japanese uh, spaghetti in a broth as i like it and after that i went back to the hostel to sleep and i woke up and i took a walk to clifton beach and then after Clifton Beach, after swimming, I went to hike once more, the Lion's Head Mountain. Woke up the following day, went to see uh, to VNA waterfront, took some beautiful photos of the art designs and metal bars planted on the ground with paints on concepts and just beautiful things. And I went to this smoothie bar called Kawaii. <laughs> Kawaii. K-A-U-A-I. Kawaii. So I had a, a berry smoothie and took a walk by the shore. And then I saw a quote when I was walking along the VNA. VNA stands for Victoria and Alfred. I don't know who those guys are, but yeah, they are Victoria and Alfred. So there was a, this this quote. It said, "Live, die, die." I found that surprising. That maybe maybe that's it. Maybe that's what we are doing. Maybe we are just living, earning money and buying stuff and dying. Found that very profound. <laughs> so from there, I went to this. A restaurant called Simply Asia and I had noodles oh my god I've been having noodles for it for four days in a row noodles chicken noodles and with very hot spicy sauce and then went back to my hostel which wasn't 91 on loop anymore I had changed to 
to this hostel called Home Base Cape Town. It's on Long Street and Long Street and what? Corner Long Street and Strand Street. It's one of my most favorite CBD hostels in Cape Town, maybe because I always make sure that I stay there when I'm in Cape Town. And I love the rooftop because when you're at the rooftop, you can see Long Street and everything that's happening during the night. And it's just beautiful. It's there on Long Street. So I, so there were people performing uh, this, what do you call this? Marimba. Just beautiful. Like I've never been in a live show that rocked my soul just like that. Like there was, there were these guys and there wasn't many of us. They were performing for everyone who was at the hostel on the rooftop. They were just, maybe I should make you listen to that. how it was it was very beautiful dark in the night just people performing for us it was beautiful and there was a guy who was singing that's beautiful isn't it he was singing Kosa, Kosa, as you may say it if you're perfect. Yeah, and it was just a beautiful night. And uh, after that, what did Pano get up to? So I, yeah, of course, as you may expect, I was spending too much time in Cape Town. It's just beautiful. But beautiful doesn't mean you can't get tired of it. So. I had to to leave Cape Town. <laughs> I'm I'm such I'm such an interesting person in a way. I find myself interesting, not to bo to to boast or to break. It's interesting in a way, in maybe in a stupid way. But you know what I did. So the night after the performance, the live performance, I slept with no plans in my mind of ever doing anything woke up in the morning like 6 a.m. I was like, man, I'm tired of Cape Town. So I went to the bus station, very close. It's in the same place where the, the train is, the, the train station is. Went there and I was like, I need a bus. I wanna go to, to George. So I, I told the lady that I'm doing a trip from Cape Town to Devon. I want any bus that's going towards Durban, wherever it's gonna drop me, it's okay. And she was like, "There," and I really wanted to see Hermanas, what, which is where you you find the the you dive with the with the sharks in a cage, shark cage diving, as they call it, which I later grew to kind of hate. Maybe I'm gonna explain to you, that to you why I started hating it. Because when you're traveling, when you're traveling, you meet people and you learn things, and you learn people uh, things about people who've traveled and done things. That's what's good about traveling is that you learn from other travelers. 
So I went to, oh, I was still at the train station, 6 a.m. in the morning, and I'm standing at the train station, nothing on my hands, nothing at all. I had taken a, a shower, by the way, <laughs> but haven't had anything. Oh, I think I had pizza from the night before. And the lady is telling me that, no, say, sorry. And the, the train station is, the bus station is like, maybe... Five, two meters away, maybe hundred meters away from the my hostel, which has an elevator that is crazy, and slow, and sometimes unpredictable. So she told me, "No, it's too late." I said, "No, it's not too late for me." So I, and she told me that the bus was gonna leave in ten minutes. You know, ten minutes. There was no way I could make it if I had listened to her because you just can't. So I had to take this 10 minutes to run back to the hostel and check out and take my bags and pack and check out. Ran to the hostel like crazy. I didn't stop. I ran to the hostel, went in there and pressed the elevator. Then luckily it came down and then I went up, packed my bag, locked the room, dropped the key by the reception and told them I'm in a rush, I'm sorry, please check me out, bye, see you next year or if I will ever see you and then I ran like crazy with a bag and what's surprising is that I was running as fast as I was running without a bag, <laughs> surprised me and luckily I only carry one backpack which made me faster got there um, ran fast, I didn't have any cash with me, I ran to the desk and I asked do you have any buses? And she said, no, the bus is gone. And I went to another uh, cashier and he said, yeah, the, I think the bus is gone. I said, no, I think I saw the bus there. He said, before you do anything, go to the driver and tell him that you, yeah, you're coming. So I went to the bus and I told the bus driver, please wait for me, give me two minutes, I'm coming. So I went back to the counter, tried to book with my card, it declined, he told me to go to the ATM, I went to the ATM with room money, came back and paid him and got the ticket, got in the bus. As soon as I'm in the bus, starts rolling, we go. Vroom! So that's me being in Cape Town. I will tell you the rest of the story in the next episode and thank you for listening if you've listened up to here it means you are my friend and if you are my friend please share this podcast with your friends who like to hear people rambling about their small trips and journeys i promise you it gets interesting from here cape town wasn't the best place that i had the most fun and the most things to learn about goodbye